The flea bag dive is on Chestnut, seven blocks from Upton Street, which is the tiny little hub of the city, consisting of two square blocks. Upton intersects with Chestnut. Consider it the upper part of the T, and the huge factory that dare not speak its name is at the corner on the right, if you're facing north. I was mapping this out in my head when it happened. I think I felt it before I heard it. But there was no mistaking the sound. Something had blown up. Something close. Where's it coming from, Lash? I can't tell yet. Where are we at? Red light. White heat gnawed at my stomach. The car began to move at a pace that did not come close to the sense of urgency I was feeling. I rolled down my window, hoping to hear something, anything that would give me a clearer picture. There it is. I can see the smoke coming over the plant. It's the hotel. the street. Smoke's coming out of some side windows. Let's go. Get them out of there. A second, then third round of sirens approached, and I heard doors slamming. More voices. People hurrying past, wondering aloud what was going on. I felt someone grab my elbow. Come on, we gotta move down here. It was Lash, and he was tugging me in the general direction of away from the building, a direction I was not disposed to heading. Lash, tell the cops you might be in there. Hey, you, come here a minute. You guys need to move out. We're clearing the area. There might be a woman in that building. You need to send someone in to check. Lash's grip on my arm tightened because I was pulling away from him. More no? Oh, damn it. I was five or six strides away from him before he got that last part out. The cop was shouting after me as I flailed at the air in front of me with my stick and kept running. I figured I'd have to hit something sooner or later, and based on my current mental map, that would be the entrance of the building or somewhere close to it. Caught my leg on what felt like the front fender of a car, and then doubled down by tripping over a curb I did not anticipate. I ended up on my knee and was scrambling to my feet when someone grabbed my arm and yanked me to the left. Not gonna happen. It was Lash, and by the feel of it, he brought the cop along to assist. They each had an arm and were pushing me down the sidewalk amid what must have been a clamoring crowd, based on all the footsteps and gasps and general sounds of panic. They got a couple guys going in, Morno. Let's sit tight. We don't even know if she's in there. Oh, she's in there. Of course she's in there. That's how it works with Carla Danny. Where there's smoke, there's a bomb going off with her goddamn name written all over it. You see her wandering around out here in the street with the rest of us? Lash? Huh? Take a look. Because if she was on foot, she wouldn't have gone far. If she isn't in that building, I'd expect her to be whizzing past a police barricade right about now with her camera phone pointed in the general direction of the building she owns going up in flames. I don't see her, but there's a lot of people roaming around. You can let go, Lash. I'm not going anywhere. 
Our history suggests I should assume that is a blatant lie. I took a whack at his legs with the fuckstick. Stop it, Morno. Watch the curb step down. We're crossing the street. Flash pulled me with him and eventually stopped, letting go of my arm. We're standing on the opposite corner of the intersection, and I can see everything that's going on in front of the hotel. I would advise against making a run for it. There are four cop cars and assorted law enforcement officers peppering the area between you and the hotel. You will never make it. Though frankly, I'd enjoy watching you try. So keep pushing it. Look around, do you see her? Not yet. I didn't like being this helpless, completely unable to do anything but stand there and wait. Having to rely on others' translations of my surroundings is something I will never get comfortable with. I fully admit to having trust issues, mainly because I've been on the ass end of enough of them to assume without question that anyone is seeing what I would see. There was a flurry of yelling in the distance, words I couldn't make out other than to grasp their urgency, and then hurried pairs of steps clomping in the direction of the yelling. A couple guys going into the building. They've got the crowd out of the way. Still a lot of smoke. And I can see some flames, but they're coming out the end of the building on the other side. I heard the approach of an ambulance long before it swished past me and made the hard right that I knew it had to take to swing off Chestnut and around to the end of Upton, where the hotel stood on the corner. It had been snowing earlier. I remember feeling it back at the hotel in the parking lot. But the flakes were bigger now. That fluffy, thick stuff that looks like parts of the sky are falling. Side of the building's coming down. Which side? The end. That Lola's coming over. Lash grabbed my elbow and swiveled me slightly to the left. Hopefully toward the oncoming bar waitress, because I began speaking in that direction. When was the last time you saw her? Lola stepped up next to me on the curb and gently laid a hand on my arm for a second, so I could ascertain her location. A couple hours ago. She said she'd be meeting someone later, but she wasn't sure. Meeting who? She didn't say. She just said she made some calls and she asked the people she wanted to talk to. She didn't give me any names. She say if she'd been to the Osceola? No, we didn't really talk. I was busy with the lunch crowd. She was at the back of the bar making calls. I brought her some coffee. What I told you was the extent of our conversation. What the hell is going on? I yelled this mostly out of frustration, but Lash took it as a desire for more narration. They're standing by with the stretcher. Looks like it's just a precaution. Those guys that went in, they haven't come out yet, Morno. They're still in there. And from the looks of it, the group huddled in the center of the street isn't all that happy about it. I'd say they're working on it. Well, I need them to work a little faster. I turned back toward the general direction of Lola. Can we get around back? Yeah. No. If you go down the alley next to the pharmacy across the street, you can swing back behind the buildings and walk down there. But don't be stupid. I'm sure they're covering the back entrance. Thank you. If we can get into the realtor's office at the end of the block, I can get you in there. Son of a bitch. That was Lash admitting defeat. I was starting to like Lola a little more. Not much, but a little. Step down, we're crossing the street. She grabbed my arm. I could feel Lash on my other side, sticking close. There used to be coal chutes. Ran into each building. 
they jutted off a main underground corridor beneath the sidewalk. There were huge grates at the street level back then. At some point it was all cemented over, but in what my kid likes to call the olden days, when they had to get fuel to the boiler rooms, they could walk along that corridor underground, the whole length of Upton, and deliver coal. All the basements could be accessed at points along the corridor, which in essence ran straight through them. A lot of them access points are blocked now, especially the ones around the hardware store and the west end of the street. Down the east end where the hotel is and those three other businesses are, across that intersection, they still have basement access to one another. I worked at the Osceola when I was a kid, senior year of high school. We used to hang out in the tunnels after work, get stoned. You know the drill. How do you know they aren't boarded up now? Flash sounded as out of breath as I was. Because I've been down there a million times since then. My cousin was murdered in the basement of a store a couple blocks down. I wanted to see how far them tunnels went. I bet that's how whoever did it got away. Can you get to the hardware store basement from there? Not anymore. What about at the time of the murder? Depends on who you ask. Alright, wait here a second. Let me go check on something. The snow crunched under her feet as she hurried away. I consulted my mental map. And had absolutely nothing. Where are we? Behind the Upton buildings, just west of the hotel. Around the corner. She ran across the street, and now she's checking the back. Yep, it's open. Great. She's waving us over. We're about to cross at the intersection where all the cops are. They're to our right, about 50 feet away. If you get tackled, just know that it's because I didn't think you deserved fair warning. Lash told me to step down, and then we casually walked across the street like any two aging snoops, about to interfere in an ongoing bomb situation in a city foreign to them might do. At their own peril, and with a great deal of hubris, I guess the fact that we didn't get tackled before Lash said, step up, was a good sign. But I wasn't ready to start counting any chickens. An arm reached out of the abyss and tugged me through a doorway. Suddenly, it was a good 20 degrees warmer. Since the building attached to the end of the building we're standing in has started to crumble, I'm guessing the cops based that call on sound judgment, unlike what we're doing. It's narrow and it curves to the right after five steps down. Handrail on both sides. Come on. The owner's not here, which is what I was hoping for because she's a huge blabbermouth. They must have already gotten everyone out. I appreciate the succinct narration, Lola. Little things like that might, eventually, get you off my shit list. Good to know. Smell that? Smoke. It wasn't thick, just enough that you knew something was burning somewhere. This should be fun if the explosion started in the basement. It didn't. It'd be stronger down here if it did. Look. It's a straight shot. See the light down there? That's coming from the end of the next business. Right now, we're directly beneath the computer shop. Then there's the deli, and then the hotel. The stairs in the deli face the front of the building, so what you're seeing is light coming from the outside. You saw outside how small these blocks are. We're not covering a whole lot of ground. Lola stopped, and I heard something slide across the floor before she began moving again. It's a mess down here. It'd be so cool if anyone ever did anything with it. Can you see into the basements themselves? There's cement arches every so many feet to access the basements. 
Everything's pretty dark, but there's plenty of access. Watch out. There's a boiler sticking out a little on the left up here, so shimmy around the right side of it. I shimmy just directed, and then heard Lash do the same behind me. Though his shimmy was a little louder, given his girth, left little space between he, the boiler, and the wall. Fucking dust. All right, quiet down. We're almost there. I assume we're trying to enter unannounced. That would be preferable, yes. Stop. Let me up there. I can't in good conscience let you enter that structure first, Lola. Get back here behind Morneau. At least when they find our bodies, it'll look like I took the sort of initiative one would expect of someone with 40 years of law enforcement experience under his belt. There was a bit of uncomfortable shifting as Lola slid past me, front against front, and I was briefly gifted the feel of her solid B-cups sliding across my chest. Lash getting around me was equally informative, but ended with me suggesting he cut down on the carbs. Anyone want to tell me the plan from here? Where's here? He's standing at the entrance of the basement. It's used for storage now, so there's not much room to walk around. If we're heading to the upper floors, take an immediate right and follow the wall straight until you hear the stairwell. That one goes up. Lash, we need to check the basement first. How big is it? About half the width of the building and twice as long. Let me up ahead. He and I can check the basement and then we'll go upstairs. Lola pushed me aside and moved ahead. I heard them both milling around, heard feet clomping on the wooden floors above us, and made out a series of muted voices. I felt around until I understood that I was standing in the opening that led from the tunnel to the basement, and it was raw stone. Felt like it had been gouged out of the rock in a crude arch, rough against my fingers. Carla. Carla, you down here? Stacks of old junk. Some shelves running up and down the middle of the basement filled with boxes. There's nobody down here. The voices got louder as we made our way to the far end of the basement and halfway up the first set of stairs. They were close enough that nobody needed to tell me that chatting wasn't an option. There were a series of communications from both Lash, who was ahead of me, and Lola, who was behind, that I interpreted to mean we were almost at the top of the landing. Lash stopped and I felt his foot make solid and unmoving contact with my lower leg. At the same time, Lola grabbed my arm and squeezed. We stood there for a few seconds before Lash decided we could move further into the first floor. It was at this point that I wished we'd have gotten a better idea of the layout from Lola before we entered the no-talking zone. Lash had no way of knowing what the stairwell led to or where we needed to go from there. As if sensing my concern, Lola turned me so that my back was against the wall of the stairwell and slid past me again. Not sure what transpired in the next few seconds because it did not include any audible clues, but I was soon being tugged by the front of my shirt, and when I extended my hands, I found Lola's shoulders in front of me. I kept the stick tucked under my thumb, gripped high enough up so that it didn't bang against anything nor drag against the floor. We were moving and then curving around to follow another wall when I heard someone run across the floor upstairs. We're in the kitchen. The main room is through those doors. We probably want to stick to the side of the building that doesn't appear to be caving in yet. 
they'd be coming in and out the front door, so we need to cut around the kitchen to the other end if you want to go up another floor. Sounds like that's where all the action's at. What do you say, Dex? Nowhere in this kitchen she'd be. Check the pantry. It's over there on the right. I assume this was directed at Lash because I heard him move away from me and a door across the room creaked open. A minute or so later, he was back and Lola was heading us around the edge of what felt like a sink area on the left side of the room. She must have turned around and was standing on the first step of the stairs because when she leaned in to whisper, it was close to my ear again. I could feel Lash leaning in behind me to listen. I was just the blind guy in the middle, awaiting sensory input. This comes out at the back of the building. The next two floors are all hotel rooms. Long hall, bunch of doors. Another set of stairs on the other end that leads either up to the next floor or down to the lobby. What are we doing? Let me up there. Wait. My left hand had come to rest on some sort of handle at the bottom of the stairwell, about hip level. What's this? Its position and how my forefinger slid through the handle is what made me instinctively lift at the same time Lola whispered. It's a dumbwaiter. What? Oh, Jesus, Carla. This was followed by a lash shoving me out of the way. I landed against the wall in the stairwell, slid to my ass, scraped the shit out of my elbow going down, and felt both Lola and Lash moving forward. My legs tangled in the same space they, for some reason, suddenly needed to be. Not hearing a response is what got me on my feet so fast. I felt around aimlessly in front of me, and knocked one of them in the head. What are you seeing, Lash? The sound of multiple clomping footsteps somewhere above us suddenly found new direction, quickly getting closer. Flash, what do you see? It's Carla. She's out. Then it was all banging and yelling and moving and shoving, and someone dragging me to the left, and the distant sounds of plaster crumbling, and someone yelling, Get them out of here. Thank you.